All right, it's not just a winter wonderland out there right now, though. Uh, this is a live look at the roads, courtesy of Road Cam 7. The snow has created visibility issues throughout the morning commute. Yeah, not so pretty out there. Um, welcome. Hello. Welcome to Eyewitness News Mornings at 10. Good to be with you, ladies. Michelle, you to be Brittany, here. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to get we to do. the weather uh, in just a bit, but we also have those big stories that we're following as well, including a day in court for the Gilgo Beach murder suspect. This is a live look at the courthouse out in Suffolk County, where Rex Hewerman is going to speak. Um, Janice, you will join us shortly with more on the added murder charge that he is now facing. We're also in another courtroom, this one in Lower Manhattan. That is where former President Trump has chosen to spend his morning after winning the Iowa caucuses last night. And did you know that the majority of all drug prescriptions being written right now are for Ozempic? We're going to talk about the future of medical weight loss with an expert. Emphasis on all drugs, all. like no matter what prescription. 65 percent is pr it's pretty wild i almost fell off my chair i still don't believe that we it cannot be yeah. yeah yeah wild um also pretty surprising this first snow it's been two years Brittany. Yeah. Mm -hmm. two years since we've had anything measurable not a snow day for new york city public school students though um unfortunately uh even though it is not a whole lot of snow that we got it's still creating some issues um getting around this town Yes, and we have got live team coverage for you, including reports from Phil Tate out in the Bronx, uh, Lindsay Tuckman. She has been going everywhere. She's been in road cam seven and Heather O'Rourke is in the traffic center. We're also going to talk to uh, Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman about the response there. Are people going in slower going into work? Have they spread out mm -hmm. their commute? What's going on? Uh, first, let's get the latest uh, on the AccuWeather forecast with Brittany. Let's do that. Well, still in the middle of this storm, it is unfolding as expected for the most part. Looking over to radar, we have uh, the snow that continues to fall. And now as we have some warmer air pushing in higher up in the atmosphere, that is changing over some of this snow to a wintry mix, even all rain for portions of the boroughs. Also, that includes Long Island and the Jersey Shore. Sure. But right now we have snow stretching from Kingston all the way down towards Yonkers, getting a break in the snowfall across Sullivan and Pike County and sliding off to the south. We have a heavier pocket of snow near Sparta, Mount Olive, Raritan, Bernards and Edison. And uh, that's that is adding on to snowfall totals already ranging from one to two all the way up to three inches across the boroughs. Now we're seeing that snow transitioning over to freezing rain and sleet. And this could cause some additional issues with that glazing over this layer of snow that's already on the ground. And for Suffolk County, you've been in the hot spot of the heaviest snow so far this morning. That's now changing over to all rain, also some freezing rain. More freezing rain across Middlesex County, some sleet near Middletown and Ocean, and widespread showers for the rest of Ocean County. A quick recap of some of those snowfall reports JFK 1.7 inches, ISIP 2.1 inches, and 1.8 in Bridgeport. Yeah, it's a good time to warn people once again take it easy mm. if you're going to be out there, especially with that refreeze possibility. Yeah. Let's dig into some of these snowy scenes that we've been seeing um, across our area. Phil Tate is live in Riverdale. He is in the Bronx. Phil, how's it looking where you are? 
Oh yeah, well I've been talking with commuters this morning and well the good news is I haven't heard too many complaints as of yet. Well this as New Yorkers are just trekking through this blanket of snow that now covers the city and the Big Apple, they really woke up to the most significant snowfall that we've seen in quite some time. Well roadways were quite manageable as the sanitation department says almost 800 snow spreaders were out through the night covering every part of the city with about 20 million pounds of salt. Well New York City Emergency Management put the city under a travel advisory due to that expected snow and freezing rain. Well, drivers are getting their cars cleaned off and commuters are booting up to get to where they need to be. Just wiped off my car, not bad at all. Um, it's beautiful out here. It just looks like a really, it's a really pretty morning. Just really excited, excited to see the flurries, excited to see the snowflakes on the ground. Gotcha. Personally, I love snow. I went skiing yesterday and this is awesome, but it's just, uh, you know, I think the commute would be uh, a little hard today. So, but uh, I'm sure the subway's working. A lot of New Yorkers, well, they are just loving the snow. Important to note that New York City schools are in session. And I just want you all to get a live look right now at what sidewalks kind of look like right now compared to the streets that we've been showing you all morning long, which are a bit clear and wet just for cars to get around. This is what New Yorkers, if you're unfortunately have to walk around, you want to make sure that you put those good boots on just so you are protected and that you can make your way down these sidewalks safely and that there will be no slips or falls. That's the very latest here in Riverdale. I'm Phil Tate, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. It's that nice white snow for now, right? <laughs> people walking over that snow, not going to be white for much longer. It's going to be the gray bog. Yeah, right. Thank you, different Phil. Words. Think of Phil. <laughs> Phil's, Phil's looking out. He's looking out. He doesn't yeah, want us to bite it. Yeah. All right. Uh, looking out too. Heather. Hi, Heather. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks Hi. for having me. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, if you've had people that are flying out today, we've got a lot of issues on the airports this morning. And I know a lot of my friends were texting me from the airports because they have kids that are out there that are trying to get back to school. Right. Oh, Believe it or yeah. not. Oh, right. Yeah. That's a good but point. Lindsay Tuckman has been re looking at the roads for us all morning long in Road Cam 7. So let's get a check and see what she's got. Lindsay. Yeah, hey Heather, we made our way from New Jersey to Nassau County where we are now where the roads are a little messy. It's not a fun drive this morning, I'd say. Plus the visibility isn't all that great anymore. We took the LIE out here and it was raining-ish and kind of foggy and gray, making it difficult to see. Plus there's a lot of slush on the road. That's really what we've been seeing now that's been created throughout the morning. You can see it on the sides of the road here. We've seen people out shoveling and we've seen a few plows that have been really kicking up muddy snow so I wouldn't say it's the most beautiful although on some of the trees the snow looks nice but you do still want to be careful if you're heading out Phil mentioned slipping and falling you you might slip and fall and your car could get stuck in some of the trudgier areas uh, that are messy out here see so if you see to the the right side of our car right now there's kind of that muddy snow that kind of mucky stuff that you just don't want to get caught up in your tires if you're not prepared but overall it's been relatively fine. The roads were salted. They were brined on our way out here. We felt relatively safe, but as always be extra careful, especially after 700 days. If you haven't gotten all that used to driving out here, just take that extra time if you have it. Heather.
Yeah, the snow is a lot prettier this morning when you were driving around for sure. So we mentioned the area airport, so you definitely want to get in touch with your carrier. Newark Airport is reporting up to two hour departure delays, LaGuardia one hour departure delays and JFK arrivals are grounded for now. But again, you definitely want to check with your carrier. Subways also affected the seven, the A, the B, the D, the F, the M, the Q, the R, the L delays and service changes. So you definitely want to pack your patience and then New Jersey Transit. Michelle, this is what I was talking about here. More in Essex line, we know this line very well, in and out of New York Penn Station, 30-minute delays. The Belt Parkway going eastbound right near Coney Island, we had a huge accident earlier. It involved a bus, a couple of cars. Now, the accident has been cleared away, but what I'm noticing right over here, it looks like we have some flooding going on there. So Brittany can give us some more information about whether we're going to have a flooding issue. BQE going southwest right near Metropolitan Avenue. We had an accident. It looks like they did clear that accident away. So that's some good news, but you can still see that we have delays as you make your way down into this area. My advice to you, if you're going to go out driving, just give yourself some extra time and again, pack your patience. Shirlene, over Good, to you. good advice as always. Thank you, Heather. Um, and as we take a live look right now at a no longer snowless Central Park, we want to remind you, you can figure out how much snow fell in your neighborhood just by visiting our website, ABC7NY. Also, if you have snow video or really cute photos and you want to share it with us, send them over. Just find the link to submit them on our front page. Another big story that we are following, Gilgo Beach murder suspect Rex Hewerman appears in court today. He is now facing an additional murder charge. Let's bring in Janice Hugh, live in Riverhead, Suffolk County, outside the, the courthouse. Janice. Good morning. That hearing is happening right now, and we've learned that Rex Hewerman has been charged in the death of Maureen Brainerd Barnes. She is the fourth victim, uh, the fourth of the Gilgo Four, um, of, and it's connected to the alleged serial killer. And I want to get to some new details we learned about this investigation as well. The new filing reveals prosecutors seized hundreds of electronic devices from Hewerman's Massapequa Park home and his Manhattan office. Prosecutors say he used the devices to search for victims and their family members, the status of the investigations, and for software that can wipe or erase data from computers. The devices, according to this filing, also had violent porn and prostitution searches. We've also learned that he had at least two phones that were seized, and they were under fictitious names and used for illicit activities. Maureen Brainerd Barnes was reported missing back in 2007, and her body was found three years later in a marked area near Gilgo Beach. She was wrapped with the belt with the buckle that had the initials, initials WH, which prosecutors say could have belonged to Hewerman's father. And we also just saw um, Asa Ellerup and the couple's daughter, Victoria. They just left the courtroom. Uh, they arrived earlier uh, around uh, within the nine o'clock hour ahead of this hearing. And the prosecution says Hewerman's now estranged wife and children were out of state when Brainerd Barnes disappeared and was killed. And the prosecution says that three other murders were committed when his family was also traveling. So that is a pattern that they have noticed. Uh, the two, Asa Ellerup and Victoria,
Victoria both did not respond when we asked them how they were feeling or exactly why they decided to show up in court. Now, that 60-year-old architect, Rex Hewerman, was arrested back in July. He has pleaded not guilty to three murders. Again, uh, three plus the one he's charged with today make the Gil go four. The district attorney's office is doing a news conference once this hearing wraps up. Our Shantae Lands will have much more on this coming up at noon. Live in Riverhead, JNSU Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Janice, thank you for that. Time now for a quick roundup of the other stories that are making headlines across our area right now. Police in Brooklyn are still searching for the gunman who opened fire on a moving subway train, killing a rider. The victim has been identified as 45-year-old Richard Henderson. Police say two other men were arguing over loud music on the Manhattan-bound three train Sunday night when Henderson apparently tried to break it up. Police believe the gunman was firing at the man he was arguing with, but hit Henderson instead. Firefighters in the Bronx were battling an early morning fire. Citizen app video showed flames seen shooting through this fourth floor apartment along Marion Avenue in the Fordham section of the Bronx. So far, no injuries have been reported. Thank goodness. A Putnam County man is facing charges for spray painting, get this, squirrels. The SPCA says Mark Kuhn would use these traps on his property and then sprayed the squirrels with red paint before releasing them at a different location. SPCA detectives charged him with three counts of poisoning or attempting to poison animals. Coming up, we continue to track the snow across the tri-state and we're hearing from the leader of one county that's being hit hard this morning. And we've talked a lot about Ozempic and Wagovi and the rise in the use of weight loss drugs. A leading doctor studying obesity joins us to talk about the best way to make those drugs work for you and also the side effects. And that new curfew for migrants takes effect today. What you need to know about the changes coming. Welcome back, everybody. Um, a live look right now from Road Cam 7. They are in Hempstead, Long Island right now. This is Nassau County. Um, and as you saw earlier, Lindsay Tuckman described the conditions driving there right now. Just a slushy, mucky, messy commute there. If you don't have to be on the roads because visibility is also pretty tough, you definitely want to stay off the roads. Definitely heed this for commuters. All right, for sure. such good advice. Joining us on the phone, Good morning, Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Hi. Tell us what you're seeing out there. I was just talking to Brittany, picking her brain. She said they're seeing freezing rain. Everything's switched over. They got about three inches of snow. What are you, what are you seeing on the roads? What would you like to tell people? Yeah, uh, depending where you are in the county, we got overnight two to three inches of uh, snow accumulation. We had our trucks out at midnight last night. 87 trucks were out plowing and salting. All the major thoroughfares are open. Uh, we have a little bit of a power outage in, uh, in the community uh, that borders Merrick and Belmore because there was an accident. There was a down power line, but it affects uh, a very small area. It's turned to rain and freezing rain, uh, and uh, we're hoping that... Uh, that it continues and that we don't get more accumulation, but it's still very, very slippery. We will have the trucks out today because it's going to uh, get colder. The temperature will drop around 3 or 4 o'clock this afternoon. So we'll be out with uh, our salt uh, trucks and make sure that the roads uh, are all covered. And uh, we're just asking everybody, take it easy on the roads. Watch where you walk. We don't need fender benders or broken bones. 
And Bruce, this is Brittany Bell. You mentioned that drop in temperatures. That's something we're really concerned about tonight with those numbers falling down into the teens. We had that freezing rain falling on top of the snow. What are some of the preparations underway for the morning commute tomorrow as people return back to work? So um, we will continue to salt all through the night to make sure that the roads dry up. And uh, it is going to get very cold. We will have warming centers set up throughout the county. Uh, you can go online to NassauCountyNY.gov to uh, find out the locations of all our warming centers in case uh, somebody loses power or if there are any homeless people that can't find a shelter, they'll have a warm place to go. And uh, just, you know, looking on your elderly neighbors, make sure that your pets are indoors. Uh, just take some common sense approaches. And if you have to go on, out in the roads, Take your time. Plan plan to be uh, a little longer in your uh, in your commute, and uh, and you should be fine. Well, Bruce, thank you so much. We know it's been a busy morning for you and in the entire county, so we appreciate your time, Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. And, uh, let's talk about our memory before I forget. Mm. Uh -huh. <laughs> for a long time, we've just accepted that as we get older, our memory declines, but new research indicates that doesn't have to be. In his latest book, neuroscientist Dr. Richard Restack says working memory, which falls between immediate recall and long-term memory, is the most critical type, and that people can and sh should do daily exercises to strengthen our memory. Yeah, and there's actually some tips that you can employ in your own life uh, to maintain that healthy memory. So let's give it to you. Pay more attention when you learn new information like a name, Try to visualize the word. Having a picture associated with the word can improve recall. Find daily memory challenges like memorizing a recipe or your grocery list. How about that? Uh, try navigating without using GPS. That's something I could probably do. I use GPS all the time. Uh, play games <laughs> right. like 20 questions and read more fiction books. Dr. Restack says when people begin to have memory difficulties, they actually tend to switch to reading nonfiction. But it is important to keep reading fiction because it requires active engagement with the text that you're reading, remembering characters and what they did throughout the book. And it shouldn't come as a surprise that technology plays a role in memory decline. I feel like this is speaking to me. Storing everything on our phones means you don't have to know it. You can just call it up whenever you need to. And our phones also take away from focus, focusing on the task at hand. Yeah, right. I was telling Charlene, the guys at the coffee cart, our love guys, Adrian and Kathleen, mm -hmm. they know by face whose coffee, mm -hmm. what they take, and what sandwich it's incredible wow. before they even when they walk up to the cart 200 people every single day and they can recall it like that why they say because they use it every day mm. so study them yeah <laughs> you <Okay>. know <laughs> have to remember your order girl i get it <laughs> what's your order and just put, putting down the phone that's my order <laughs> i know we're gonna right be now, lost and forget to buy milk that's all i got from that because <laughs> we're gonna be <laughs> And despite the cold and snow starting today, a lot of great opportunities for anyone who enjoys a night out on the town. Just make sure to, you know, have the layers. So <laughs> all of us. Yes. New York City Restaurant Food? Week yes. returns today for the winter season. Food that is speaking. That is my love language. <laughs> you can enjoy a special prefix menu at hundreds of participating restaurants across the five boroughs. Despite the name, Restaurant Week actually runs for three weeks until February 5th. And because food is our love language, they may it more than a week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All month long. Um, 
also Broadway week, which you had mentioned earlier, yeah. is not just a week. Um, it's longer than that. Right. It ends Three on, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. About that. And must see week also starting today um, with the Broadway week promotion. You can buy two tickets for the price of one for 23 different Broadway shows, which is nice. And during must see week, you can get two for one tickets at dozens of attractions, museums, tours, all that. That is all for this edition of Eyewitness News Mornings at 10. Have a great one.